Boom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Strike Force Peter. It's been a while, mate. How are you doing? Back. <laughs> fucking back. <laughs> I say it's been a while. It's been like two weeks. So it's at the end of the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Lots of fucking get through. I know, I know. Um, a little extended version today. I don't mind it all. We've got the beers going yes. and it is 10 to 2. <laughs> but it's Bank Holiday Friday. It's so. Bank Holiday Friday. It's Good Friday. I think what we'll do then, Pete, we'll just gloss over the first few cards that we missed out and then obviously we need to talk about the main events of a few one Edwards and Mohammed Leon Edwards against Bilal Mohammed is the last one we got I'm just sifting through now um I want to talk a little bit about Angela Hill she looked really good yeah yeah um against Ashley Yoda um it was a rematch which Angela won in 2017 but she just looked like a savage in this one do you remember her kind of combos and stuff she was yeah, throwing yeah yeah it's a shame even she said it's a shame she didn't get the finish she wanted to go out there and like get the knockout and stuff but yeah, it's all like all round, all three rounds, fucking good performance. Really, really good. Uh, on this card as well, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about obviously Eric Anders um, and Darren Stewart. Obviously, we want to see Darren Stewart do well because he's a Brit. And then following on from the Bantam White title, yeah, following on from Jan and uh, and Sterling, uh, we have Eric Anders throwing an illegal knee. What are your thoughts on this, bruv? So this one was um, changed into a no contest. Mm. And I think they said it was because the the time that had gone through in the fight and the, the actual period of itself. Like, what, what, what are your thoughts on this? <clears throat> I think it's, it's, just, it's almost like the same in football. Like, if they need, needed to keep everything the same across the board. So if they're going to disqualify Yen the week before or whatever... Then Eric Anders deserves to be disqualified if he can't. If Darren Stewart can't go on from an illegal knee to a downed opponent, it's a disqualification. Then it's like, I just think they should keep it the same, and just it's almost like I wouldn't say it was worse, but he's up against the cage. He's literally looking at his knee, like in front of him, that's down. Obviously, with Yan, it was like, oh, can I knee him? Can I knee him? And then there was a bit of confusion. But this was just like, you seize down. You're winning as well. Yep. And it's just like, bang to the head. And it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. They must say, they guarantee all of the refs said to them backstage before as well, when they got there, careful of the knees and the eye pokes, everything like that. Well, they so talked to him in the locker rooms, didn't they? Yeah, I, so. I explained all the rules to you in the back. They yeah. always say that. But, okay, so we've got number one, you should know the rules. Mm. Number two, the refs already said it. And then number three, before the fight starts, the ref probably comes over as well and says something like, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So it should be a disqualification. So you think just give the win to Stuart for that then? Yeah, 100%. Mm. Yeah. And, mm. and, and number four, which makes it even worse, which I didn't even know, um, Yan was, there was a little, he's getting quite funny actually on like Twitter and stuff like I see him pop up on Instagram. Apparently Eric Anders last week was like, some someone needs to teach this boy the rules or something. So oh Yen, my Yen god! Literally, message straight away with the with the emoji eyes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> as if to say, like, what? <laughs> done exactly the same. That's in his head as well. And you've gone and done exactly the same thing. How fucking weird is that? So what? What is it then? It must be just adrenaline. You in the moment? It, it didn't seem. It didn't seem. Both circumstances didn't seem that quick. It wasn't like a flurry, agree. and then like the agree. guys trying to crawl away to get up, and then bang! Oh shit! Like because some guys you see them do it, and they're like, oh no! But both these instances, it was like what? Like it's just like they don't even realize what they're doing. I don't get it. I know it must be tough in there. You got fucking so much pressure and stuff, and all you're thinking is I need to hurt this guy. Yeah, I'm winning. Seemed like Stuart was gassing a little bit for some reason, like really quick. Yeah, he, I um, think he let him, his hands go really quickly yeah. and then gassed himself out, but still. Yeah. So maybe Anders got excited, seen him going down. He's up against the cage. Yeah, bang knee. Oh, shit. So, but it's, I don't know why. They should have just give it to Stuart, I think. 
Unless they run, they've got to run it back anyway. Maybe it don't matter. They have, they have got to run it back. The, and then it was interesting in the commentary because Bisping was going, um, I think it's because it's the first round. I think it's because it's early in the fight, blah, blah, blah. And then whoever was on COCOMS was saying, no, no, it doesn't matter. And then when the decision was announced, John Anik, I think it was, or whoever it was, Brendan said, come back here. Yeah. Yeah, because of the round. It's and the then, same, yeah. It was pretty much what Bisping said. Was yeah. Like, yeah. What so, they used to do in Pride or somewhere like that. Like, So, it's, yeah, if there's not enough time gone past, they can't really judge it as a full fight. I know you said it in boxing. I think they do it. So if it hasn't gone past round three or four, then it's a no contest. So you, weird. Because you can't really tell who's winning. Like some some shit like that. But. Yeah, I I I'm, I'm, I am I'm with you, bruv. I feel like you should know the rules. Like when you're like playing football and you're going for a two foot or mm. you take the last man down, it's just it's it's a disqualification. So yeah, yeah. Um, Manel Carp again. I don't. He was very disappointed again. The little dude. I don't know why he. Maybe because of the campies and the stuff like that, but he seems to be quite highly rated. Obviously, but that's two fights in a row now where he just hasn't done enough. Mm. Um, Manel Carp there losing thought, again to Nicolau. This one I thought maybe he did do enough. Was it this one? Yeah, I thought he. I think he was shocked at the end. But then again, it's the same thing again. You've let it go to a decision. You got all this hype behind you. You meant to be this fucking killer striker. The other mm. guy was doing well, but yeah, I just thought, not enough. No, it's just maybe it's a mental thing. I don't know. Just some some one of them people that's got all the fucking. All the tools, but he can't get it done. Mm. I have put a little, put a little note to say that maybe it was the wrong decision. So it's a lot closer than the, his mm. fight before, which yeah, was with yeah. um, Pantoja. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like if you if you really want to make a statement, you need to go out there and get the finish. And mm. speaking of making a statement, boy, fucking hell, big Davy Grant, Pete. This was funny. Yeah. This was good, Not wasn't funny. it? I said that's a bit disrespectful. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Though you look at yeah. him and you're like, yeah. Oh, okay, Martinez probably going to fuck him up. But yeah. It's just like I don't know. To be honest, I don't. I'm sure I remember seeing... I must have seen him before, but I don't remember watching... I don't remember Grant. Like, I just sort of didn't recognise his face or anything. And then just the way he was fighting, he had, like, weird style, like, throwing loads of weird shit, like... They were both throwing really dynamic strikes. Yeah. Like, then, really awkward. But, and then I didn't think it was going to be Grant to catch him with, like, a really clean shot. I thought it was going to be, like, a flying knee or something, if anything, or something tangled up. But, yeah, the fucking shot he caught him with was wicked. Unbelievable left hook, um, drops him and then just swarms him and then, yeah, get, gets a stoppage. And he was so excited after no. the fight in his post-fight yeah, yeah. press conference. Like, it's just good to hear, like, a really, um, like, a really uh, small kind of accent. Yeah, like, somewhere, from, not from round here, but up north or yeah. some, some weird accent that you just could be live around the corner. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Really, 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 really good. So shout out to David Grant. We always like to see a Brit doing well. Pete, Danny Gay, 22 seconds into his fight with Gavin Tucker. Pretty much the first punch that he pretty much threw. It was when they was arguing about, was that four seconds or five seconds? I was sitting there going, maybe it was five, maybe it was six. And then I forgot about the whole 15 seconds that come before of like them just sort of dancing around. Moving. There was like maybe a couple of leg kicks or something. Yeah. And I was like... I was like, and then they run it back and they're like, oh no, it's 22 seconds. I was like, yeah, whatever it is, 22 it, seconds. That bit was really, really strange to me because the fight had stopped and DC was going, four seconds, it must be four or five seconds, like you said. And then in the background, they've got those new yeah, the, thingy, the clocks yeah. and the clock said 22 on it. And you hear the commentator, my... My memory's going here, but I think, I don't, it, I don't think it was John Anik. I think it was Brendan, yeah, uh, was, Brendan Fitzgerald. Yeah. yeah. And he said, uh, he, he did, you know, it's difficult when you're surrounded by someone who could rip your head off to be like, yeah. how quick was that? Mm. But he was like, if you look at the clock, guys, it, it does say, yeah, it's, yeah. it does say 22 seconds into it. But Gavin Tucker, like, 
we spoke when we previewed this card, we said about how good he looked in his last fight. And then Ige just come in and just flopped him with one hit. And Ige was almost disappointed after the fight in his post fight because he was like, I wanted to show off more <laughs> of yeah. my things I've been yeah. working on during lockdown. But listen, if you can get it. There was another knockout early on in the in the card as well, wasn't there? Um, was it Semmelsberger? Um, but for some reason, I didn't get... Hey, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. see that one, no. So on the prelims, which is... Um, uh, my recording didn't pick it up, but Semmelsberger knocked out Jason Witt in 16 seconds. Okay. So on the same card, we've got 16-second knockout and a 22-second knockout. Incredible. Um, yeah, really, really good. Uh, then we had Misha Cernikov against Ryan Spann. Uh, and Spann just looked uh, dominant in this fight again, Pete, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it was a bit of one of them... One of them tense ones where it's like whoever lands first is gonna fucking. You could just hear them the big shots fucking raining in, and yeah, he done he done well. Really, really good. All right, Pete. Let's talk about Bilal versus Edwards. Really close first round. Um, I think Edwards was winning the fight, um, and then Leon Edwards goes to throw a left high kick, which was working really well for him. That kick grabs Bilal's eye and you could tell from Bilal he was just fucking in a lot of pain just couldn't continue um obviously disappointing what what are your thoughts on on this on, on the fight generally yeah he was sort of i didn't really want to like he, he he's one of them fighters i think Edwards who like hand fights quite a bit he so does. he's constantly got his hand out there but he was it was it wasn't from like Bilal coming in really it was more he was attacking through the kick and then put his arm out there for like balance or support and just raked down his eyes so it was I don't know it's it's tough because you can't that's still going to happen I think I was thinking about it before with like these if they said they used Trevor Whitman's gloves or whatever which make your hands close up a bit more have you seen the, the yeah, I haven't like seen them a bit more padded it's on the it's on the episode of Rogan I mm. think they give him a pair and he puts them on it's really it's quite hard to find the image though on Google but right. They are like they're more curved and they sort of make your hand go more like 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 in a in a glove and a clenched fist shape. So but you can still obviously do submissions with the fingers. Yeah, your and fingers are still there, but they're just more curved in, maybe a bit more padded on the on the fingers. And they say the UFC gloves make your hands open up. They mm. keep they keep saying that when you have to try and close them shut, so then it makes effort on your hands. So when you get, I guess you just want to keep your hands open. But whereas these ones, you have to pull your hand open to actually get your hand... But then if you're doing, throwing a kick anyway and you're just raking your hand, your hand's going to open and you could he's going to catch him anyway. It's just they can't... It's hard to say what they can do about it. Mm. Apart from, like you said, just make that massive change with the gloves. Like, mm. I don't know. It's difficult, man. It's difficult. They're always going to need their fingers. So it's like... Yeah. It's just... Does it, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Maybe because there's been like a few in and a few other fouls with the other, with the other knees to the head and stuff. But... I can't remember the last time a fight or a big chunk of fights got stopped in a row or consecutive events with eye pokes, like really bad ones. You do get bad ones every now and then, but is it often enough to... Is it big enough of a problem? You yeah, know, yeah. Like low blows still happen all the time. They can't do nothing about them. We're getting the knees to the head to a downed opponent. It's just, it's just going to happen. But I think it's more... They need to be starting off from the bottom, like from people training in gyms. Like they need to keep your fingers stop yeah. fucking training, like fucking like John Jones fights. He always had like hands out right in people's faces, and and then other people can fight the whole fight. So as I was watching the other day, uh, Fiziev, the little guy, constantly fist clenched the whole fucking time. Mm -hmm. And then if you need to grapple, open your fucking hands. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. You don't need to be doing all. But then people use hand fighting, and people do it. They pour away just to piss people off. 
And it's just like, you just need to, they need to, I don't know what they can do. It's, it's, but I think you, I, I do agree with what you're saying though. Like, is it big enough for like, okay, okay we had Leon Edwards and Mohammed. When's the last, mm. you know, what, what is a few ones that we can think of where it's like, right, that really yeah, stopped. I can't see, I can't continue. It's not, it's not often you see someone in that much pain. And then you can see the swelling straight away. Yeah, well, the f- well, they said it wasn't even his eye. Like, his eye wasn't the problem. It was lid. the eyelid. Yeah. Leon Edwards, I, did you listen to his podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he said he saw him in the casino or something the next day and it was just, his eyelid was swollen, his eye was fine. Mm. Which, I, th- I don't know, it's just it's just one of them things, I think. Hopefully, just fingers crossed it don't happen too much. <laughs> fingers fingers, fingers yeah, clenched fingers, yeah, and then do. fingers crossed. Can't, yeah. get, can't get two in there, can we? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Leon Edwards will be coming on to talk about Kevin Holland and Derek Brunson now, but we can just talk a little bit about um, the fact that Edwards was, uh, no, sorry, Till was uh, scheduled. So Leon Edwards is now fighting Nate no. Diaz. Yeah. Um, and Holland is going to be stepping in um, against Vittori. So Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz, Pete, what do you yeah, think about that? It's come out of nowhere. I know. Um, just, it's a weird one because he's saying he wants either a title shot or something big. He was like, I don't, I'm not fighting Bilal again. I was winning the fight. I'll always beat him, which is fair enough. Like, he's that confident. Yeah. But then someone, at my mate at work was like, yeah, but Nate Diaz ain't fought in that. And I was like, man, it's fucking, it's a big name and it's dollar as well. It's just, that's going to be a fucking massive fight for him. Mm. So obviously if he goes out there and puts on a clinic against Nate, then he's straight in there, title shot. Yeah. He's got that win on their money. It's just... Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting seeing Nate back in there. See what see what he's like after this layoff. But it's an, it's a bit of a frustrating one for me because obviously I always want Leon Edwards to win because he's a Brit, and but I always want Nate to win because yeah, I love just Nate. See a war, hopefully. Yeah, like, yeah. Just a stand up war. Um, I think. Do you know what I think? I think Edwards is very very underrated, mm. and I think he could pick Nate apart. But it's just the only thing with Nate is is he's so good everywhere. Mm. On the ground, standing up, so yeah, it's, I'm really, really excited yeah, for that one. It's going to be a test. This is going to show how good Edwards really is, even though he's beaten good people before. It's like, but it, then it, if Nate wins, it propels him again. Yeah. Oh yeah. If Nate comes in and beats Leon Edwards, that's just stomped all over his fucking hype and just he's straight back in there again. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's gloss to because uh, we've got obviously a lot to get through today, and that's a really exciting heavyweight action for you. But just starting off with the Holland versus Bronson car, Pete. Mm. Um, I'll skip over the, the prelims, but I wanted to talk about obviously Taito Vasa. You can't really read too much into it because Hansucker was a late addition, mm. but Ty just ran Still, through him. Yeah, fucking beast. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of them guys. I want him to do well. I want him to get to the top to see what see what he's all about. But. Yeah, he seems like a good guy as well. Yeah, yeah, he's always up for a laugh, obviously doing his shoeies and all that kind That's of it. stuff. Um, then, Pete, we had Adrian Yanez. Now, oh, a lot, a, fucking sick. A lot yeah, about yeah. this guy was spoken about. Um, he's fighting Gustavo Lopez, but he's kind of he's coming off Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender series with a big reputation. Had you seen him before? No, Had you, no? I didn't see nothing. Didn't know what sort of fighter he was. Nothing like that. And just instantly, like. There's, but there's a lot of things going on at the moment with people mixing from sports, organised like boxing to MMA, MMA to boxing. I was looking at this guy and I was like, fuck it, he literally just looks like a boxer. Mm. Like, not that he's probably got a lot more than that to his game, but his hands were like probably some of the most like boxing technique like that I've seen well, in a long while. Mm. So technical and the counter strikes he was throwing was unbelievable. Um, and he dropped Lopez a couple of times as well. But Lopez... He was game. He was just like yeah, really, yeah. really, really game, like really, really tough. Um, but Yanis uh, gets the uh, knockout 27 seconds into round three. Um, 
I don't know if you remember Cheyenne Byers against uh, Monterrey Ruiz, Pete. This fight was just <laughs> the fucking bull, the bulldog. S- <laughs> the oh, same like, thing. But it was working. It was yeah. like, fuck, I'd go to that every time as well. I was going to ask you about that. Like, how, I, can, you not, how can you not defend I, it? Yeah, I'm not even sure a corner was giving her the right advice. They were just saying you cannot get caught in that again. Yeah, like, that's all she's got. That's all she's got, they kept saying. Some, give her some technique. One, one or two little pointers to say if you do get, if she gets you in that headlock again... What can you do to stop her from dragging you to the floor? Like, it was. His, I'm, it I'm was, looking at it because I'm looking. I'm like, I wouldn't let someone do that to me. <laughs> over and over, it's not like a proper takedown. It's like it was a side throw. You've had, you've had someone get you an headlock before, pissing about at school. Of course, just like fuck your hair up or whatever. And it's like, there's ways you can trip them as well, or like just drive in, drive into them, and just what was she fucking? Every time she got it, but then. Maybe she's that fucking strong. She's like yeah. a short, stocky little girl. And it's like... The first fight went like that as well. But like the first oh, really? fight was exactly the same. Oh. And uh, yeah, the, like uh, the, 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 in Cheyenne's corner was actually her partner, I believe. And he yeah. was just like, yeah, you can't get caught like that again, baby. And it's like, okay, well, that's not obviously that's, not oh, helping. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> you can't, that's like saying you can't get knocked out cold. Yeah, you can't, yeah I know. <laughs> oh, listen. And the end as well. It was a bit bitchy at the end, wasn't it? Do you see it? Yes, this was the one. I think, to be honest, I think what's that? Ruiz, like after she won, she was on top, and she just—I think she said something. No, she, she It looked like she spat, but she didn't actually no, spit. She was just like yeah, like or zips, and then that shy. What's she saying? I'm gonna wait for you outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I follow you home or some shit like that. <laughs> follow you home, bitch. I was like, what? <laughs> well, so you can get you a fucking headlock on a driveway. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, I'll follow uh, you to the car park. I can get taken down there as well. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, yeah, I felt for her though, bless no, her. It's no, annoying it when you... so frustrating. Exactly. You watched it and you're like, fuck, this must be so frustrating for her. And I was even getting a little bit frustrated at Rui as well, where it was like, come on, do something else. But listen, yeah. if you're winning the fight, uh, you're winning the fight. Yeah. Just moving on again to the last two cards in this one, then Max Griffin against Son Keenan. Max just looked so good in this one. Um, what a KO from Max. A big one-two. Absolutely slept him. Um basically folded him, put him face down mm. onto the canvas. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, really uh, big shots for Max. We spoke about Max Griffin when we previewed it, didn't we? Mm. And we just said about how, how good he is. So that's really, really exciting to see that there. And then, Pete, we had Derek Brunson against Kevin Holland, a unanimous decision win for Derek Brunson. Um, we spoke a little bit about this, obviously, over the last couple of weeks. Give me your thoughts on this fight um, and where... And oh, I'll tell you what, I just want to talk a little bit about Derek Brunson as well, because for some reason, everyone's still talking about Kevin Holland. It's, mad, isn't it? it's fucking ridiculous. No, no, one said, no one said nothing about Derek Brunson whatsoever. It's, right. Yeah, it's mad. And then we've also got Kevin Holland, who's just stepped in now for a, a fight against Vittori. Mm. It's a very, very strange time. Um, but just talk to me about this fight, first of all, and what you thought about it. Um, I just think he didn't... I, don't, I, I think he either underestimated Brunson or just didn't realise how good of a wrestler he was. Because um, obviously he's been on the floor with, like, Jacare. Do you know what I mean? And it, but then he was, like, aggressive, whereas Jacare was giving him space as well and it was more... He, could, he had more room to work, whereas Brunson was just, like, a fucking rug on top of him, just, like, not letting him breathe. He couldn't do nothing. Well, it's weird that he couldn't do nothing because he's fucking black belt under... I can't remember his name. He's just on Rogan. Um, yeah. Travis Luter. Yes. So he's black belt under him, and then like, you got Travis Luter on Rogan's podcast saying he's the best I've yeah, ever he's, trained, he's like the more naturally talented than GSP, and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, right, if he's got talent, but he might not have 
the fucking hard work, dedication, mental game that GSP had. Do you know what I mean? You got this hundred. You, you can't just be like, oh yeah, I'm a skillful guy and I talk a lot because it, it, it was weird, like fair play to him. He has come out and he's like, he's just. I like how on, like, honest he is. Mm. Because he just, he, even when he went back to the corner, I think it was like round four, and Luke was like, you can't fucking let him take you down again. He's like, I know, man, but he's fucking heavy. And he's like laughing. He's like, he's so fucking heavy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like well, well, fair enough. But then the you cor- weren't cornering... doing enough on your feet. There was a couple of times where he looked like he hurt Brunson. And yeah. Just give him too much space. Or he went rushing in and got taken down again. The takedowns just looked too easy. It's like... He looked so much bigger as well. No sprawling, nothing. Not even... It was just... Once Brunson got hold of him, he just fell back like, "Oh shit, I'm down again." It's like, what the fuck? Where's the? I don't, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to put the finger on it. But it, it was a strange one. The cornering was really interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because he was obviously doing the bit where he was shouting at Khabib mm. and talking to Khabib and asking him for advice. We've we've all seen those videos and saw it happening at the time. And the comment the commentators were talking about it. But then as, because I remember Travis Luter saying on Rogan, like, I, I prefer it when he's like that in there because it means he's relaxed, it means he's comfortable and I prefer it when he's talking and that kind of stuff. He was talking a lot in this fight, like, mm. talking a lot, like... He was pissing Brunson off, but yeah. it was, you're talking in a position where it doesn't really affect Brunson, he's just on top of you, just landing little shots, like, smothering you, winning the round, so it doesn't really matter if you're fucking talking or not. Exactly, it doesn't matter if you're gassing. And then in the corner, they were saying to him, like, okay, like, you know, there wasn't really a lot of cornering going no, on. There wasn't no, like, shut the fuck up and listen to me. Like, no. You know I mean, they need something like that. Like, and then he was like, um, they were saying, okay, you got to, blah, 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 and he was going, guys, I hear you, but yeah. he's so big. I know, I know. I hear That's you, he's so big. Honest, but he's just... We're like okay, he's bi- you know he's bigger than you. But what was your game plan coming into the fight then? Do you know what I mean? It was just Probably strange. To knock him out first round, or something, and then it's like when that don't happen, it's like oh shit! Now I've got a wrestler against me for like four more rounds. It's so it's strange, just, it's just weird. Like I, th- I think he has what he's come out and said afterwards. At first, he was like, "Look, guys, I don't give a fuck. I'm in there to have fun. If you don't like that, then you're not real. You're not my real fans. It doesn't really matter. I'm not going to listen to you." And now he's sort of come out and said. I do actually realise now that there were people believing in me, like like telling their friends, oh, you got to watch this guy, and then they've come and seen this. So he's like, I understand that I've let people down around me. So yeah. he's like, now I'm ready to fucking whatever. So we'll see how he comes out against Vittori. Maybe this is that's his chance, really. But I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? Like, what, what did Brunson turn it down? What? It's like, yeah, how does that work? Yeah. Maybe he's just that game. He will. They know he's going to step in whenever. He's always probably in shape, and it's just... Maybe Brunson was like, fuck that, I want like a month off. I need to rest, yeah. 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 Whereas he'll be like, which is what, probably what they like as well. It's like, and Vittori's a striker mostly. So it's like, let's see how he fucking, let's see how he gets on. Interesting. Dana said he had a men- he was 40 years having a mental breakdown. What did you think about that? Who, who was? That Holland during the fight. He said he just looked, he said he, because he was shouting at Khabib and that, he just looked like he was having a mental breakdown. Yeah, maybe just <laughs> spiraling out, like just not really sure how to handle that situation. Really interesting, really, really interesting. So we'll see what happens there. Okay, Pete. So just moving on to the main event of this episode and the main event of the last few weeks, really. UFC 260. Um, Modestas Bukowskis fought on this one, which I was really excited to see him because he's a Brit, obviously. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And this was... Um, it was it was a bit unfortunate because I thought Modestus won. Maybe a bit biased. But I thought they was going to give it to him. I thought he won. I thought he landed the big. I thought he really looked good. I thought he was out striking him. It was a really really fun fight though. Um, but I do think he did enough. But they gave it to um, Alexa Chuk, and I think they just kind of the commentators were just saying about how they probably uh, 
um, favoured the forward motion because he was putting on pressure yeah, for a lot yeah, of the yeah. fight. So that's fair enough. But again, mm. Modesta still looked really, really good. So really excited to see him as well. Um Abubakar Nurmagomedov um, with Khabib in his corner um, is Khabib's cousin. He was getting a bit, a lot of the getting a be, getting the better of a lot of the stand up as well. Mm. Um, what did you think of Nurmagomedov here, Pete? Everyone's yeah, saying how he's like first 20, 30 seconds. I was like, oh, he might be in trouble here, and then good and just fucking faded. I don't know what happened there. Like it's just, and then I think we just started to see how good. I think Nurmagomedov got more relaxed and started using his striking and stuff. Showed that he's got like a full package really. So. Fucking Jared Gordon, weirdest body in the UFC. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, his arms were like nearly touching the floor. Yeah. They were saying he's got like the lo- like longest reach and then like, yeah, like he started off all right and then he just started fading. Off. It was that one that's some of our NBA players that we, <laughs> that we built. <laughs> Extra tributes in it. <laughs> yeah, it's a strange one. Um, I know Khabib says this a lot, but he does say that, you know, Nurmagomedov, um, they call him Manap, don't they? What, that, um, is he? what weight is he? This is welterweight. Oh. Um, so we've got Makachev now uh, lightweight. I was say, what, yeah. Imagine got, that, like, well, not them two together, but... Mad. Mad, yeah. yeah so we've got yeah. Nomegamedov here. Uh, Manap, as they call him, looking uh, really, really good. Um, Alonzo Menafield against Fabio Chirant was a fun fight. And the reason why this was fun for a minute and 11 seconds that it went on is because... Because we hear a lot of Rogan, and we obviously we know his commentary and that we know he's an expert, but sometimes you you you, you can forget that the guy's knowledge of martial arts is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah go on, sorry. And just Menafield takes him down, and Rogan see <laughs> it away. a mile off. But then, Pete. but then for you, it must be the same as you. As soon as they start talking about it, you like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, see, you start <laughs> seeing these things, and it's like. If he stays in that position, if he keeps his arm there, he's oh my oh no no he shouldn't have, now he's in trouble now he's and it's just like now he's like fuck the old fucking OSP yeah that's it uh, do you know what I've actually written down here that he caught him in an OSP because yeah. even Rogan said we need to They've stop calling it the wrong flu yeah, yeah. I love that I love that but yeah sinks in an OSP choke and uh, and gets him down. Um, so yeah, really, really impressive. Just moving on to the main card then, Pete. Jamie Malarkey, Jesus Christ, big left hook. This was. 46, there's a lot of stoppages. Yeah, he didn't a lot even of, know what happened. A lot of it, oh yeah. Mm. So Jamie Malarkey bangs him out on Karma Worthy, just absolutely out of it, does not know what happened. It was a great finish. This, I remember seeing Malarkey before. Yeah. I remember seeing him fight before, I think. So, was he Australian, I think? Mm. That's really sure. Mm. And um, he was just saying about how he's, because um, uh, he shouted out Volkanovsky after the fight, yeah. didn't he? Saying yeah. how, how much he's, he trained for it and that mm. kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, unfortunate there. Um, Miranda a Maverick against Gillian Robertson, flyaway. Um, I thought it was one uh, one each going into the third round. Really, really close fight. Mm. And then Miranda looked really, really good. Really, really she strong. Looked, she looked really good, didn't she? she yeah. Like young. Well, it was funny because was, they were saying that she's only like 22 or something. And then Rogan was like... Well, let's not forget, Gillian Robertson's only 24. Five. She's not an old woman. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strange. It's so. I was, who was I listening to the other day on uh, Rogan? Doug Stanhope, I listened to. Yeah, I've, it was a, I've done all of that. It was a bit of a funny episode because I think Doug just was a bit nervous and got a bit drunk. But mm. they were just talking about it. And he even said he was like, I'm sick of people that talk about why do athletes get paid so much? Why do athletes get paid so much? Because they fucking die at 40. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I mean, like the punishment these people put themselves through for the entertainment of others is crazy. They get paid enough. Like no. NBA players get paid fucking like 100 million, million a year. Yeah. And we've got these cunts fucking... 
It's like struggling to like top fights, trying to get a million or something. Bless him. Yeah, so Jillian's twenty five. They're talking about her like she's a seasoned fucking veteran. Bless. <laughs> um, speaking of young veterans, Pete, I want to get your thoughts on on Sean O'Malley. Um, it's against Thomas Almeida, who is a, a, a game bantamweight. Um, give me your thoughts on the fight and and, and Sean O'Malley in general, really. Yeah, he's. It's, it's hard. He's one of them. He's like I, I, I sort of like him, but it's like hard to like him. Like, okay. I struggle to like. If he didn't do all the fucking, there's bits of him I really like, and then there's bits that he does stuff, and I'm like, like, like the walk away thing. It's like, oh, fuck, like, why did if look at Francis and Garno on the, on the main event coming up? That's no walk away knockout, and he's still that's the one that's going viral because he just leapt on him and just fucking. If he'd have just jumped on Almeida, I would have been like fucking hell. But it's you do that against someone else, you do that against like a Petian or. Sterling or someone like someone else, like just big in that division, and they come back and whoop your ass afterwards. It's like, like what have you gained? He's talking about like, yeah, but the walk away would have got more views on on YouTube and shit like this. It's like, I don't know. It's just like he's got everything. I think he's one of the most skillful people in the division, and he could he could go to the top, win the title, and fucking be there for a while if he just dedicates himself to that. I think he's dedicated, but to have that mindset of oh, I just want loads of followers and views on Instagram and shit rather than I want to be like the baddest guy in the fucking division. Mm. He's just got it all. He's like, he's a joy to watch. He's, he's fucking he so good to watch. He's so skillful. Such a good striker. I, remember seeing, I think my, my brother walked in the room just as I was watching that one. He was like, that geezer with a stupid head is going to get fucking done. And I was just like, I just sort of smiled. I was like, hey, watch, watch, watch it. it. <laughs> See what he does. But, but um, yeah, and I was like, does. He's he's a good fighter, but he's he's obviously had a couple of losses, I think, like bad ones. But it's yeah, it's just what what he, what O'Malley can do. It's be interesting. This is interesting to see what he does next. Mm. Who they put him in there with next? So I could not agree with you more. I I'm a really big fan of Sean O'Malley, and I really really like him. I respect what he does. In his post fight, he said the reason why he kept we didn't he didn't say this was a reason why but he did make a little comment about saying there's no point hurting a fighter when the fight's over that this fight could have been stopped in my opinion like mm. i think it could have been stopped because sean dropped him twice um and, and dropped him bad and then that unnecessary shot at the end that yeah, put him out the ref could have stopped it yeah was that herb again um was it herb yeah. or was it mark i can't remember it might have been mark actually i'm not sure um but it, it's difficult because when when you drop as a, it, okay, so it's the ref's job to protect the fighter, but it's also the fighter's job to finish the fight. So I get that, mm. but the, the the yeah, it was really frustrating the fact that he kept going for the walk off KOs. That 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 was that was annoying. But I think he's such a good fighter. He's so charismatic. He's got all the tools, um, and yeah, I think he's definitely going to be in, in the in the championship picture mm. sooner rather yeah, than later. Yeah, I think. Definitely. So, yeah, really, really excited to see that there. And, again, the fact that he's got enough power to still get a knockout in round three as well, like, it's just so impressive. All right, Pete. Tyron Woodley, Vincente Luque, give me your thoughts on this fight. I'm glad he's... I don't know whether he's whether Woodley's done or not, but I'm glad that he come out fucking guns blazing. Yeah, me like, too. I'm so, like, against a lesser fighter, he probably would have... He would have well, he would have done a lot better, but... It just, I think that's just shown how fucking good Luke is, how tough he is, and how composed he was after getting caught with that big shot, which maybe wasn't as hurt as what Woodley fought. And then to come back, big right hand, and then just, it was almost like, 
So I think Woodley caught him with a big right hand sort of round the side of the head through the gloves. Yeah. And you saw Luke wobble a little bit. Yeah. And then obviously Woodley, for some reason, <laughs> changes his shot and goes for a fucking big looping uppercut and leaves him wide open. Luke sees it, catches him with a right hand. And then as soon as Woodley stumbled, you see like, it was just like, Luke like instantly recovered laser focus and was just like right now I've got him hurt and he just sort of picks him apart after that and it was just yeah fucking like Woodley up against the cage sort of trying to get away and then obviously the submission but yeah it was just a difference in I, I loved how Woodley come out same like, walked straight across the cage by a big right hand I was like fuck yes go on, go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but then even that was interesting because Luke turned him on the cage and it was like oh shit like maybe he's not maybe Luke's stronger than what we think yeah I think it's just that whole fight has just proved how good Luke is. I think he's like definitely like future champion, maybe. Definitely going to be in, in the in the contest there. We'll talk about Luke just in a sec. Just with Woodley Pete, like this is his third loss in quick, in, you know, in a quick space of time. Um, you know, getting, but I I don't know if he's done because. I think he still looked weird to say, but like you say, he still fucking wobbled him. He's yeah, still oh, throwing. Definitely. He still looked in shape. It, people could talk about his mental, but I think he just got caught. It was um, like a, a dust choke, wasn't it? This time, but yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. and but it, that he he caught Till with that same choke. Like he's there. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's I don't know, man. It was it was it was good to see Woodley come out like that. But yeah, Luke just had too much for him. Luke then called out Nate um, at the end, and obviously Edward. <laughs> And then Edwards gets to fight, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's a well, it's a bit of a strange time at the minute. Um, <laughs> Should have called out Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> no one, well, no one wants to fight Leon. No. That's the thing as well. No, um, okay, so where does Woodley go from here then? So you know, if he ha- if he hung up his gloves, would you be surprised? Is that something you think is right? Do you feel like he's got miles in the tank? Uh, do you feel like he's maybe checked out mentally? What What are your thoughts on Tyron going forward now? How do you feel Dana feels about him as well? Is the thing. You got to be a bit happy with him coming out like that, and you got to fight going the night. for it a bit more. Yeah, yeah, and just it shows he's still got that f- like hunger and desire. He didn't go out there and just freeze and just get fucking dominant. Well, he, like didn't really get dominated. Nah. It was like a bad finish, but a bad end to the fight. But if he can do that again against a lesser opponent, if I was him, like this thing we talk about with fighters, if I was him, I'd go right down the fucking pecking order and just be like, right, give me a someone in the like late 15s like down the bottom or mm-hmm. even out of the top 15 because mm-hmm. really he's lost three in a row give him someone in the top 20 maybe and just see what happens there but um in terms of looking at it all the fucking killers in that division i don't ever see him getting back to the top again that's the problem um so you've got fucking usman champion masvidal. and that he dominated him yeah, as well masvidal up there um Colby dominated him. Burns dominated him. That's four in a row. Four, four. losses. Yeah. yeah. Four losses in a row for Woodley there now. Oh, it was Co- yeah, it was Covenant as well. Mm. Um and just even yeah, even the other pit, I don't know. Like if we just get the rankings up because forget about Woodley as well. Uh, Woodley. Uh, Thompson. The whole fucking division, bruv, is stacked. Yeah, let's, like, let's see who's he got a chance against any of these guys. Like, where would you Robbie Lawler, maybe that might be. He did. He knocked him out, didn't he? Knocked out Robbie Lawler. Bilal, put him in there with Bilal. Um, Jeff Neal. Where's fucking Tom? Oh, Thompson number five. Look at that. Go on, the Thompson. Yeah, fair play, fair play. He's still in there at number Damian five, just Meyer, above Luke. Like, put him in there with Damien Meyer, maybe. Like he's 
they've already fought though, didn't they? It was really boring. Do you remember Dana yeah, hated that fight? But do you know what? The thing is, you've got, let's say, look at, look at Bilal Mohammed, right? Now, Woodley's a big fight, a, bi- a big kind of money fight because he's an ex-champ. Mm. So Bilal was supposed to be fighting Edwards, who's ranked number three, big fight for him, big money fight. It goes down, fucks his eye up. Oh, let's give Bilal the chance against against Woodley then. Woodley, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, could make that fight. There's, there's fights in there. Um, Sean Brady isn't a name that he's chance to mind either, which is he weird. Just, did he just get the knockout the other week? He's a guy with the tattoos on it, a big tattooed guy. I think he it was it was a fight we didn't see. Okay. Um, the early prelims. But. So yeah, the the whole division's absolutely stacked. Um, Mars Vidal Usman, we spoke about that a little bit, but just obviously um, Usman wants to finish in this time and you've got Mars Vidal's... Are they doing the Ultimate Fighter? Do we know? They're not doing I that. it's soon. It's like May, isn't it? Oh, okay. It's, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's May 15th, maybe. Not sure, no. Or is that night? Probably same night. Can check. Can check. <laughs> fucking, there's so many good ones coming There's up. just so many good loads fucking of, fights. Yeah, loads has been announced lately. It's just... The, the big one is 262. Oh, Brzezaka's fighting. He's going to be back as well against Reyes. What's okay. What's that one there? So that's, which one? Where's two... Yeah, that there. Olivier... Sorry, Chandler. Yeah, that's, that's the big one. That's the, like, the the massive one that's coming up. UFC 262. Yeah, that's going to be really, really good. Who's, top, who's... I think it's the top five fights are fucking wicked. So we've oh, got... no, they've added that in. Jackery weren't there before. So, Olivier against Chandler. That's for the title, isn't it? Why have they put that in there? The fucking... The co-main is Nate and... Edwards, I haven't put that in there yet. Update your website, lads. Come on, it? look at that, Tony. Yeah, Tony Ferguson. That'd be really, really good. Um, all right, Pete. Yes. This is what we've been waiting to talk so about. It's <laughs> what we've been waiting to talk about. Steve Miocic on paper, the greatest heavyweight of all time, against Francis and Garnu. Um, give me your thoughts on this fight. How you felt about the fight, obviously, and then you know, is it is it what you expected? And then your your thoughts on Francis going forward, obviously, new champ. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know what to. I didn't know how I, f- I was. I was nervous. I was as nervous as the fucking commentators was when they're saying their palms are sweating, they're shaking, <laughs> like they're nervous. Um, I felt that like tension in the air, especially heavyweight, smaller cage, no fans. It was just so good to see. And then it was almost like the first that first takedown defense was just that that won the fight. I think it was just like. Just the way he sprawled and just fell on top of him. Got his like, back, oh, started shit. landing yeah, shots. Like, got it, just jumped around, got his back. <laughs> Thought he was going to end it like that, but then I was like, no, you're not going to knock Steve out with like, ta- even though it's Ungarno, just like hits from the side. Broke away a little bit and Steve looked fine. He was just like, yeah, whatever. Took a big right hand, didn't he? To the first punch, I think, to the temple and just shook it off. I was like, oh, fuck, like. Um, and then Francis was doing, moving about all right, throwing some leg kicks. Head kick landed really early the on. Left head kick. Big yeah, head switch, kick. Yeah, switch stance. <laughs> Couldn't believe yeah, it. Like Stipe took that. Ate um, it. But it was when they went back to the corner as well. Like, and Garno seemed like calm. His corner were talking to him all right. Stipe went back and I think he slightly little shake of the head as if to say like, fuck. Like, either he was like, fuck, I've lost that round or fuck, I can't get him down. And then when he come out second, like just that, just the jab, the sort of step in jab that he landed. I thought that was, I thought it was over. Gets back up from that, and then obviously Stipe thinks he hurts him. Yeah, so but, he drove forward. Yeah, but when I watch it again, he does. He sort of catches him across the cheek, but then you see Francis. I think he said all he was doing was resetting his feet, ready to strike again. And then just people talk about Francis. He's like 
a wild fighter and he like the Rosenstrike knockout, if he showed that to a, a boxing expert, his chin's like, all over the place. Like, what is he doing? Just yeah. swinging punches and stuff. Yeah. But that left hook was probably the best punch of the whole event that night. I don't remember seeing a better left hook or a better better punch thrown. So like short and clean. And then that fucking <laughs> hammer <laughs> from, from hell. Like, yeah. It was just like, to be a fair, like, I don't know, Steve, how the fuck does that not break his jaw? Or his he face? stood up, he was standing. He just gets back up. He's like, yeah, right. like it's just <laughs> fucking animal. Fucking animal. Like, I don't know where I'd be. Yeah. <laughs> six foot under the canvas. Out of body experience. That's it, yeah. Um, yeah, it was amazing to see. Um, a couple of things from me. Like, first of all, Stipe went for the... Stipe did so well in the first fight because he took the fight to the ground. Mm. He goes for the takedown. Ngannou sprawls, gets his back. They reset again. It doesn't mean you can't go for another take. He's not going to sprawl every fucking time. I, I don't understand. It was like, you're so right when you said you think that one sp- um, sprawl um, won the fight. That one takedown attempt and one sprawl, it looked like it sapped all of Stipe's energy out of him. I suppose it weren't just a sprawl and a get back up. It was a sprawl. Now 264 pounds is on your back, nearly knocking you out with temple shots and shots around the back. And then you're like, fuck, what if I try and take him down again? Is he going to do that again? I might not not get through that next one. Mm. But I can't even remember... Because it was quite early, well, it was quite early in the second, second round, round fifty-two wasn't it? seconds, yeah. So maybe there wasn't just maybe he was planning on it, getting through, maybe make Francis a bit more tired. But yeah, just it was just that even that like the the switch stances and the stepping jab was just don't really see Francis do that. So it's more winging punches. So he's obviously learnt. Oh yeah, and obvi- and the bit that worried me as well because I, I I didn't I weren't like oh, I want Francis to win, but only because of his story and stuff. Yeah, I, I like Stepe, but I agree. You're same here. As soon as DC was like, no, 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 don't don't go don't go offensive with the with the wrestling. With the wrestling, I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, back off, like <laughs> fucking hell. And then Rogan was like, yeah, he's relaxed, he's stepping back. <laughs> it's just like everyone can see the game plan of how Francis could have won, and he'd done everything right. So it's good for him that he's at extreme couture now. He's just that's gonna elevate him, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Scary. Fucking scary. Um the way he kept switching stances and throwing that high kick, it was unbelievable. When he did it first and Stepe just fucking ate it, it was just unbelievable. What about the fact that Ngannou's now heavyweight champion, Steep there's been no talk whatsoever. Of a rematch. There's been no nothing to say Stipe's lost the title, so his next fight should be for the title again. He beat DC, he's beat so many big names. Mm. And now they're, they're already talking about John Jones, they're talking about Derek Lewis. What do you think about that? Do you feel like, it, you know, he's been flattened, so he shouldn't really be in the picture? Or Maybe they... I think maybe they've asked him, because he has come out. He made a first, like, public statement the other day, and it doesn't sound like he's fucking... <laughs> Gagging for the rematch. You know I mean? is that, is that, he just said he's like he's been in some wars and stuff. He needs to because he's just had a kid as well, isn't it? He's yeah. Just, he, or his baby boy is on the way. He's like, I just need to spend a bit of time with my family and stuff. So for I guess for UFC's perspective, Francis is fucking clean, fit, ready to go. Make a fight in the I'm summer. ready. I'm ready. Yeah. He's already kept saying yeah, at the he, end. He's, oh, <laughs> fucking so good. Like Absolute I'm just excited because I think he can. Now he's at this new camp and he's like iron some things out his fitness is getting better he's he's just like fucking scary it's almost like I don't want to like I know I, you should never say it because I, I said this when JDS was on his way up I was like I'm looking at him how menacing he was who can beat I was him like no one's ever going to beat Junior Dos Santos 
but there's always someone out there and it's like I don't want to see Francis get knocked off straight away I want him to like just enjoy it become like a dominant champion mm-hmm. and then maybe people in the future will be like no actually he's the GOAT like imagine that like in five six fights time he beats John Jones he beats Derek Lewis he beats all the heavyweights that are out there and it's like yeah just don't, like, don't forget what he'd done before he fought Stipe the second time he beat Kane so I mean he's beat all these top guys maybe he'll end up with the most knockouts in heavyweight history and it'll be that, that's like the dream for him I guess but, yeah that's what he wants but I, I think that's a massive step if they can make if I was Dana and I know John Jones asking for a stupid amount of money I yeah think, I think he's come out and said uh, they're offering they're talking about 8 to 10 million I want 50 yeah, I that's, think that's nowhere near enough or saying I'm like mate fucking Connor don't even get that much no get, it's real pay per view yeah. money because they always make Connor's fights pay per view and they know people are going to pay it so he gets to cut out not me well, not a true fan. <laughs> <laughs> but would you pay for Francis again? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So yeah, like I don't know what because apparently they said the John Jones's fight against Reyes he got half a million or something like that, which is it's still half a million. But I reckon maybe he's worth maybe a million for the heavyweight title fight. Do you know what I mean? Give, mm. him, give him a million and then say pay per view money. You'll get a cut of that. Francis will get a cut of that. Might get a fucking whip, give him a big win bonus if you if you beat France if you finish him or I don't know just fucking give him some incentives but for him to be like I think he's scared, bro. I think he's running scared. He's seen what happened. Like I don't know. I just feel like you you want to get like, Lewis is like I'll do it for eight million. She <laughs> <laughs> literally. There's people out there that do it. Fucking it's guaranteed. There's people out there that just be like oh I'll do it. I know what I know people. Are, even even Angano has actually credited John Jones and said he's asking for money. Fair play to him. Like he he made the division what it is in light heavyweight. He he was the champ. He's the goat or whatever. If he wants more money, he's got a right to ask for it. But uh, mate, you got you, you got, make money afterwards. Do you know what I mean? If you go out and fucking knock Angano out or submit him in like the first round or something. everyone says you're the goat. Like forget about Khabib. You've just beaten the fucking scariest guy in the division. Yeah. Gone up two weight world champions. It's your chance to cement yourself. Then you can start making money. Yeah, and obviously, uh, and also, people are saying, don't forget how many times the fucking UFC are giving him another chance. Oh and, man, and helped him out. Yeah, all this shit he's done. It's like a lot of it. It's no, no wonder you ain't got no money. You had a fucking deal with Nike. Yeah, and they fucked you off because you fucking done a hit and yeah, run. On a pregnant shit. lady. Yeah, yeah. And you've been done for coke and <laughs> fucking steroids and that, and you're still like, oh, I deserve to get paid. It's like, you. I'm probably with you. He probably is fucking scared. He, he could be scared, but DC not, not... said he ain't scared. He's he's obviously not a scared guy, but he's getting later in his career. He he doesn't finish people anymore. And if he can't finish Ngano, what the fuck are you going to do? Not not scared. It's the wrong word to say scared because I agree with what DC's saying. You know, John Jones is. Well, an, I think everyone's scared. Stipe was scared. But I was just, scared watching it. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I think it's not. It's just the fact of knowing that when you get in there with Francis, there is a possibility that your head can get removed. Oh, yeah, you could die. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it is. So there's that fear. So he's thinking, if I'm going in there to take that risk. Um, then yeah, Bosch, I want the money. The thing is, for me, I, I know Francis could knock John Jones out. However, I think John Jones at heavyweight is a fuck. Like the way people talk about him, like the people that know way more shit than me, they just he's the fucking go. Yeah. You can't beat. So why is he? I don't know. It's strange. It's, it's hard because you, you you think to yourself, all he's got to do is not get hit. But then I don't know, man. In that small cage again, like if it, if it's a cage, like like if that fight happened and it was John Jones instead of Stipe in there. 
I'm looking at that and I'm thinking if you get touched like once, like that jab would have fucking done John Jones, I think. That yeah. stepping jab might have fucking done him and there's no chance of even getting up, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it happens. If not, fuck it. Give it to Derek Lewis or Stipe again, but... 100%. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, 100% agree with that. All right, Pete. Well, we've got um, Till versus... No, not Till versus Vittori. So Holland stepping in against Vittori. Um, and that is... Is that this it, weekend? Nah, that's fucking... No, nothing this weekend. Nothing this next weekend. Week, that's yeah. annoying. So next weekend we've got it. Um, so I suppose we can have a week off next week then. Um, mm. Unless we uh, want to get together and preview the fights. Um, thanks very much for listening. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, back next week. Thank next you, week. Pete. Thanks, mate.